You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hey, Trip. My name is Josh. I'm from Ohio. I just want to thank you, man. Uh, everything, your advice that you give on your podcast is A1. Just got a date with a dime piece this weekend. Everything went great. I just want to thank you again for everything that you do. I was in a long-term relationship for nine years, and uh, now I just went on a date. Everything was you know, perfect. Everything that you gave in your advice worked out. I just want to thank you again. Thank you so much, Tripp. Man, I love to hear it. That is music to my ears. Thanks so much, man, for leaving that voicemail, calling in, and sharing your results. See, guys, I wanted to post that because when you put the stuff to work, it works. And if it's not working right away, it's going to work eventually. But you know what happens if you don't use it? You lose it. So do your best. Take the advice from these podcasts. Put it into play. And if you need help, you can always work with us over here at the Trip Advice Coaching, where we can help you one-on-one and we can guarantee your success so you don't have to do it alone. But I get different uh, DMs and and people texting all the time with results just like this. And, and you know, I was about to say, I don't want to say this to show off, but you know, no, I am showing off and I should show off because when something that you have works, you want to show it off. And I want you to know this. I hope it motivates you and pushes you and lights a fire under your butt to take action. That's the most important thing. And today I'm going to be sharing with you some of my principles of flirting that you can use and take action with. In fact, everything I'm about to teach you today is actionable. So don't get overwhelmed. We're going to go over a lot here. I know that it can kind of get, like I said, overwhelming when you hear a lot of of different techniques and things you want to use. The idea here today is you don't need to use all of it. Okay. In fact, my suggestion to you is that you take one or two of these principles, just a few of these principles and techniques, and then implement them. That's going to be the very best for you. Otherwise, what ends up happening is is you don't end up doing any of it. That's what happened to me, by the way. When I was first learning all of this, when I was first learning how to meet women, how to attract women, there was, just like now, there's tons of information on the internet. I mean, it was loads and loads of websites and, and and blogs and everything that you could get your hands on and, and use to, to meet and attract women, I got overwhelmed. I didn't know what to do. So I started to organize it in my head. I started to even go to the length of creating different note cards. Like I don't know if you guys remember like index cards. I don't know if people really use those anymore. It was like before you had a notes on your phone, right? It's like you had index cards and you can practice and learn whatever it is that you wanted to learn with different index cards, flashcards, they called them. And I made flashcards with just different techniques and and different things to remember to attract women. And as funny as that sounds, it didn't even work. I wish it did. Didn't work for me. Not saying it doesn't work for other people. It just didn't work for me. And then finally, I came to the point where I had to just do one thing at a time because it's already scary enough and hard enough to approach women and go on dates with women that you're attracted to and put yourself out there. It's already, it already has that pressure, so to speak. So you got to 
really take things one at a time. That's always been my best advice, baby steps the whole way through. So if you need help with that, if you want us to hold your hand, if you want a one-on-one coach to take you through it all and get results, go to tripadvicecoaching.com and we can help you just fill out that application. We'll hop on a call and we'll see what we can do. Okay, let's go over some of these flirting principles. Some of these things are are things that I've been talking about over the course of time. Some things I've even mentioned here in the podcast, but it's nice to kind of put it all together. All right, let's dive in. So first thing is, let's start with some basics. When you're going up and talking to a woman, or if you're on a date, so in person, make sure there's always some sort of smile, okay? Now, I want to be careful when I when I teach this. I don't mean a big, stupid smile on your face like you're faking it, like you're some clown. But you need to have some sort of smirk or smile where it makes sense, of course. There will be some times when maybe the conversation gets a little bit more deep, a little bit more serious, and obviously you're not going to have a smirk or a smile. But when you're flirting, when you're flirting, that's when you're going to always have that smile or that smirk. I like to say it's kind of like a teasing smile. Like imagine you're teasing someone, okay? Imagine you're, you're teasing someone. And I have some examples here that we'll go over. Actually, well, I'll, I'll say one right now for this example, right? So giving her a nickname, I love nicknames, like calling her a little punk, like, oh, you're such a little punk. Think about that for a second. Like think about an actor for a second. When you're saying that, are you saying it with a solemn face or a down face? Like you're such a little punk. No, obviously not. You have like a joking smile on, like it's funny, like you're having fun. It's funny to you. It's like this half smile. It's so key. I love, I just, I absolutely love this tip because that is what's going to really be the difference between a flirt and just saying something normal. You're such a little punk. Like I'm doing it right now. You're such a little punk. Like you're almost about to laugh. You got this smile on your face. And so flirting, you're going to have that kind of smile on there when you're saying flirtatious things, okay? And now let's let's go into teasing when you're going to be using this smile. When you tease her, you don't want to do any kind of teasing that's going to be too harmful to her ego, okay? That's old PUA negging stuff. Okay, so you don't want to do anything that's going to actually put her down because if you do, then you really risk just completely losing all attraction. Okay, so you don't want to say anything to her that's like, oh, wow, so you decided to wear that hairstyle or you're commenting and something negative about what she's wearing. I like to, if anything, tease not on her looks because that can go really array. Instead, Tease her on her likes, her dislikes, her personality, her character, because that can always come off, how do I say, less intense, right? Calling her a nerd or a little punk, just teasing her for who she is, what she likes, right? So for example, you can exaggerate some things, right? So if she says something that's that's very smart, for example, right? That's like a personality trait, someone being smart. She says something that you find smart, whatever that may be, right? You can say, 
oh, wow, you're the smartest person in the whole world, aren't you? You're like a total nerd. And you don't even have to say the nerd thing. You can just say, wow, I am sitting here talking to the smartest person in the world. By the way, this is not sarcasm. Let's be very careful here. We're not being sarcastic. Sarcastic is is not flirting. It's passive aggressive. It's actually being upset, right? So like you could say that sarcastically, like, wow, aren't, aren't you the smartest person in the world? Right? No, that's sarcasm. That's not flirting. Flirting is, okay, wow, you must be the smartest girl in the world. You know, you're probably the smartest girl in this whole room right now, aren't you? I bet. I bet. Again, I like this idea of flirting with a tease, with guessing about her, guessing her character, teasing her character a little bit. Another way of doing this is she says something to you that you don't like, that you disagree with. You can say, oh my God, you're fired. That's it. You're done. Uh Uh-uh, this isn't going to work. Okay, you and I, we're never going to get along. Just, I don't know what it is about you, but we're just never going to get along. And it's all joking, okay? I want to be really clear on that too. I'm working with a client right now and we've been really honing in on his teasing. And one of the things that he does wrong, because I have him actually go out and record the audios of him doing approaches. That's what we do here at the TripAdvice Coaching Program. And when he's doing the teasing, I can hear it. I can sense. I'm like, you, you're not even smiling here. You sound so serious. And he, he knows. He's like, yeah, you're right. When he's trying to tease a girl, he sounds like he's actually telling the truth. Like, you, like for example, you and I will never get along. That tonality says that it's serious. And this isn't serious. Flirting is playful. One of the principles of flirting is all playful. Okay? It's not, we're never going to get along. It's, we were, okay, you and I were never going to get along. Do you hear the difference in that tonality? That's the big idea here, right? Another uh, disqualification kind of flirting or a tease is, all right, that's it. We're breaking up. We're done. Can't date you anymore. This will never work out. Right? This is never going to work out. It's never going to work out between us. The playful tonality is key. I want that whenever you're doing any kind of what I call push flirting. Okay? Which is the same thing as teasing, right? It's a metaphorical push. Because flirting is a dance of push and pull, push and pull. Pushing her away, pulling her towards you. Pushing her away, pulling her towards you. Not physically, but with your words. And I want to do more push. Because the pull usually ends up in compliments. So when any guy uses the principle of push-pull, when you're teasing her and then you're kind of complimenting her, the compliments are a little strong. So I don't like that as a pull. If you want to do some sort of pull, instead, do it connected to a push. Okay, so what I mean is you can say, you know what, I'm I'm liking you so far. This has been an interesting conversation. That's the pull. And then you can say, but I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to get along. That's the push. 
right? So you can, by the way, I'm trying to be loose here. I'm giving you some ideas and principles. I don't want you just to, to be copying this. I want you to, to play with this yourself, mix and match some things, see how it works for you. So some guys ask, well, how much should I push and how much should I pull? Just try it out. Try it out and see what happens. Do some teases, see what happens. But make sure that when you're in flirting mode, you're not doing too much of this teasing, okay? If you're doing that too much, then it just becomes this jokey conversation where you guys can never connect. One of my early principles of flirting, I've been teaching this one for about 10 years, is I call pepper flirting. So it means you're peppering it in. You're sprinkling it in, right? Pepper, like you're putting pepper on some chicken. You're just kind of sprinkling it in, a little bit here and there, a little bit here and there, not the whole time. And if you can keep that fun flirting just peppered in throughout a conversation, then you have a flirtatious conversation that can build attraction because flirting is an example of building tension. And when you build tension, you build attraction. When a woman knows that you like her and you're too overt with it, it can actually push her away. It's funny, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a tad of a tangent here, but sometimes I post this stuff on social media, little tips like this on my Instagram and, and, and such, and people comment and say, like basically joking that this is going to be too much work. Like, all right, I give up. I give up. I'm over it. I'm done. As if it seems like it's too much work. And yeah, I get it. There's a little bit of work involved here. But once you master this, like once you really master flirting, you're going to love it. It's going to be fun. And you're going to see more women become attracted to you when you do it. So don't give up because it seems like it's too much of a Rubik's Cube. Okay, it's not. You just got to understand a few principles. Try to have fun in the conversation. Use some of these examples and then you're golden. Okay. All right, back to it. Another one is is kind of treating the conversation as if she's like a little kid. Okay, not to sound creepy here, but you'll know what I'm talking about in a second. Imagine you're with like your little brother. And you guys are joking around, maybe teasing a little bit. Okay, one thing you can do is thumb wrestle. That's like an old PUA trick, but it, it actually works really well. Now, you're not going to do this in the middle of a date. Or I should, let me be more specific, because you absolutely can and do this in the middle of a date. But if you're sitting down and you're like having dinner, you're not going to go, well, let's thumb wrestle. That's going to be very strange. But if you're sitting at a bar and you guys are having a drink, and maybe you guys have a disagreement over something. Or you can say, you know what? All right, let's thumb wrestle for it. Or she's like, oh, I got this drink. You got the last one. You know, I'll tell you what, let's thumb wrestle for it. So kind of this, you're having fun being a kid again. It's a fun, light time. So think about that as an idea too. It's fun, it's light. But what am I saying here? We're peppering that in. Because you are going to have serious conversation. Not serious to the point where you're talking about really intense topics. I just mean that conversation as a whole on a date or when you approach a girl is not going to be just fun and games the entire time. You are going to go to, oh, you know, where are you from and what do you do? And some of those kind of boring questions. 
which it's funny because people really are anti-boring questions. Boring questions are great. They're great because we get to mix it up with some boring questions, and then that makes that flirting that you're peppering in that much more fun. Every single topic doesn't need to be mind-blowingly interesting. It's okay to ask them what they do. It's okay to ask them where they live. It's okay to ask them what they like to do on the weekends. That's actually great ammo because now once you start having some of that kind of meaningless, boring conversation, that's just whatever, get to know you stuff, that's ammo to then what? Pepper and the flirting. Use that stuff to flirt based on what she says, based on how she reacts, based on her stories. Okay. So here's some examples of that, right? Let's say she likes kayaking, right? She's like, oh, I like to go kayaking the weekend. You can, you can just joke around with her, tease her a little bit, say, I bet you I'd beat you in a race. All right, you and me, we'll go kayaking next week and I will totally win against you. She might say something back like, no way, you would never beat me in a race. Or she might say, she might tease you back and go, whoa, whoa, who said this was a competition? And you can say, oh, come on, don't you like to have fun? Come on, that brings the fun in it. What are you going to do? Just go and kayak and, and hang out in the sun, right? And you say something like that, but then you can bring it down to the level because you don't want to be teasing too much. You can say, no, no, I'm just kidding. That sounds cool though. Where do you go? Where do you go kayaking? So we just pepper it in where it makes sense, okay? Other ideas is when you're doing this kind of flirtation, this metaphorical push, don't agree with everything she says. Don't do that the whole time though. We're peppering it in, right? the principle of peppering. We're not doing it the whole time. Now, if you actually literally don't agree with everything she says, maybe this is just a bad fit. You shouldn't be getting her number. Or you shouldn't be going on a second date. But don't agree with everything she says. So if she, does, if she likes something, and by the way, don't lie about it. That's just weird. But let's say that she likes a certain kind of music or she likes to do certain things on the weekend or whatever. You could say, oh man, really? You like that? Come on. No way, that's so boring. I want to be careful here, though. You can say that, and that can sound serious. This, this is a little bit advanced. you got to really own the joke. If you don't own the joke, then it's going to be a little bit, it's going to be a put-off, right? So own it. Otherwise, it's going to sound serious. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about body language a little bit. So some principles there. Solid eye contact, especially when you're saying some sort of verbal flirt, because that's going to be really powerful and build that tension. Make sure that you're projecting your voice. It's funny, as I said, that I started to project my voice. So that means you're talking from your diaphragm, not talking from your throat, not even talking from your chest, but you're talking from the bottom of your lungs. It's coming out from there. Okay, so projecting your voice, she can hear you. Making that solid eye contact, that's going to be really important as well. A lot of guys like to learn a lot about body language. I think I mentioned this in a recent episode. Don't worry about it too much. Yeah, there was a recent episode I put out where I, I walked through some body language techniques in a live coaching that I did and I don't want you to get too caught up in it right away because if you do, then you're going to be too in your head. 
So let's not get too worked up with that and just focus on a few things, which is the eye contact, maybe having your your spine more erect and you're not you know, slumped over, project your voice, okay? Now let's talk about the interaction. Here's another principle here. The interaction with the woman is what should be focused on, not the topic itself. This is going to be even more important when you're doing an approach. This can be different if you're on a date. The topics do matter. That conversation is a little bit different. But in an approach, when you're talking to a girl, you approach her at a bar, on the street, wherever, the topics don't matter. The connection between you two matters. Save the topics for the date. So what I mean is, if you're talking to a girl and well, let's use the kayaking example for a second. You approach a girl and she's like, oh, I'm just on my way to go kayaking. And you start talking about it for a little bit. And all of a sudden it's been two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, six minutes. It's a long time, by the way, six minutes in an approach. And now all you've talked about is kayaking. What's going to happen? She's just going to be thinking that you're just having a conversation about kayaking. And now we're just talking about kayaking. And all she'll remember is, oh, I talked to a guy in the street about kayaking. That doesn't matter. What matters is the interaction with the woman. That's what needs to be focused on. So don't be focused on, okay, wow, we got this easy conversation going. We're talking about whatever topic. You got to come back to the idea of, you know what? I got to remember, I got to be flirting a little bit. I got to be talking maybe about another topic. I got to be getting to know her on some other level. I'd rather have it be for you multiple topics. Okay. So multiple topics. So the conversation is about what? It's about you two interacting, talking about a bunch of different things. Of course, you don't need to be super all over the place. Doesn't need to go from topic to topic to topic to topic every 15 seconds, but just know Uh, if you're sitting there, you guys are talking, you approached her and you don't even really know anything about her. It's just like, we're just talking about kayaking. It's just this random conversation. Then we have a problem here and we can't be focused on that. There's a great movie. If you've ever seen the movie big with Tom Hanks, and if you haven't see it, it's awesome. It's just, it's the classic movie. If you've seen it, you're going to know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, I'll explain it. If you watch the scene in the movie where, let me explain the movie for a second. Tom Hanks, he's got an old body, but inside is a, is a 13-year-old kid. So basically overnight, a 13-year-old kid makes a wish that he wished he was big because he wanted to, well, he wanted to attract a girl and he wanted to get on a, uh, a ride that he was too short for. And the next morning he wakes up, and instead of 13, he's like a 30-year-old man. But this 30-year-old looking man, he still acts like a kid. And so there's a scene in the movie where he ends up on a date with another, you know, late 20, 30-something woman, and he's acting like a kid the whole time. Now, of course, I'm not telling you to act like a child or immature, but the way that he jokes around with her and teases her, it's all great flirting. And what's funny about this scene too is she's she's kind of a stuck-up woman 
you know, very elite. Like you can tell she hasn't been in touch with her, her playful side. And so he kind of, you know, is able to take this out of her and bring her into a more playful state. So that's fun watching it because you're watching these two adults. One's acting kind of like a kid and one's acting like an adult, like a super adult, right? Very serious. And the way that he acts with her, super playful. There's this one scene where uh, he's got bunk beds. And by the way, he's not meaning to flirt. This is all just him being a kid. And he goes, you know, she said something like, oh, am I sleeping over? He's, He's like, yeah, if you want, but I get the top bunk. And she's like, what? Right. But anyway, that's funny because he's just being serious. But the point is, is you want to bring that playful energy into the conversation, right? So imagine you're on a date, you guys are walking up the stairs and the stairs, wherever you guys are walking to, you know, you can be like racing to the top and then boom, boom, boom. And you start racing her to the top, right? That's like a fun, playful thing to do. And by the way, this is like a good test. I mean, this is maybe a little bit personal on my end, but I want a girl who I can be playful and have fun with. Isn't that the fun part of, about being in a relationship? Joking around, having fun, flirting. You know, if a woman takes that too seriously, I don't know. That's kind of bad energy for me. I don't know how it is for you. But little funny things like that, just bringing out that, that kind of inner child just a little bit, by the way. We're just throwing about 15% just into this fun I know it sounds like it's immature, but it's just more playful than anything. That kind of energy, like bring 15% playful kid, fun, thumb wrestle, race you to the top, I get the top bunk, kind of playground energy. That's what's going to spike the emotions. That's what we want. If it's too boring and dull and not exciting, a woman's going to be bored. It's not going to be attractive to her. So you want to bring in that fun energy so that it can be a good time. It just reminded me of a story, but you know, I'm going to save this for uh, another podcast episode. I have a really funny story, which uh, I'm going to save it for another episode because I don't want it to be the examples of what I'm talking about here today. But one time I had a, a woman over on a date and I went to the extreme with some of the principles I'm talking about, which I look back and I cringe at myself. It was fine. It worked, but It's not something that I would really teach. It's more of like a funny story. So I'll share that for another time. Keep listening to the the podcast. Maybe I'll talk about that on the next episode. Anyway, again, we're talking about 15% like playful, fun, extreme playful energy, peppering in flirting with the teases, making sure that you have good eye contact, project your voice, make sure you're leading her Don't wait for her to flirt. Don't wait for her to flirt back. We're not looking for reactions. Okay, another principle here. We're not looking for reactions. We don't care about her reactions. If you're trying to look for her reactions, you know what's going to happen? She's going to know that you're looking for reactions and it's not going to be authentic. And it's going to be like you're some comedian putting on a show, which you're not. It just has to be your personality. And I understand it's not your personality yet. It wasn't mine either. It was, it was something I really had to bring out in me, but then it became my personality to have more fun, to be more teasy, jokey, kid-like at times. That playful energy in some people is a default. Some people have that. If you do, good on you. 
bring it out, use it. For some people, it's not. I remember when I was learning some of these principles and learning this stuff, and I was alongside a bunch of other guys on this journey who were learning this stuff alongside me, people I met in LA. And some people, I they were not like that. They were very stoic. And then they learned to be like that. And life got better. It got lighter. It was just more fun. So it's really good to be a guy who can be humorous and fun and playful alongside as a compliment to being serious and thoughtful and mature and smart. The combination will almost always, of course there's exceptions here, but almost always get a woman attracted. I've used it so many times. I'm still using it in my relationship. I know other men who have used it too. And that is really the key to flirting and being really good at it. I hope that helps. We're keeping it a little bit short on this episode, but I just wanted to give you a little guide that you can come back to. Maybe you took some notes. If not, listen to this again, take some, use some of these principles, see what you can do with them. I know that it's nice to have examples. Sometimes I fear giving too many examples. I'd rather you kind of get a couple and then go on your own because I don't want you to copy the phrases and lines that I say because it's not going to be you and it's going to be strange. So try to just do this on your own. Use the principles. See what happens. No pun intended. Play with it, right? I know we're being playful. Let's play with that and let's see what happens when you're out there. If you need help implementing more of this, getting held accountable to do this and use these principles and more, you can always work with us over at TripAdvice. Go to tripadvicecoaching.com. We can have a one-on-one coach assigned to you specifically to work with you on this and be a guy who's actually using it properly to attract women and get more women on dates. So we can do that for you. Link is in the show notes if you want to check that out. Hope this helped today and more to come. I will do my best to remember the story, put it in another podcast episode, not to leave you hanging, and I'll talk to you on the next one.